What is up, beloveds, beloveds? It is your girl, Belle Fit. Welcome to the Belle Fit Show. Listen, a lot of the concepts that I speak about on here are things you've already heard. I'm not reinventing the wheel, my dear. Okay, but I consider myself a reinforcer. I want to reinforce the things that have changed my life for the better. This major concept has altered the trajectory of my course, the entire trajectory of my course. And it's this, I eliminated the people that contributed to stinking thinking, or I love them at a distance. Like some people you just can't get rid of, you know, like your family. (laughs) You didn't choose your family. God chose your family, believe it or not, but everybody has some type of, you know, negative Nancy in their family. Someone who has a poverty mindset, somebody who leans into fear instead of walks by faith. Okay, so here's the thing. This has been a proven study. You are the equivalent of the five people in your environment, those five friends the five people, the associates that you consider to be your circle. You are the equivalent of them. You will make an average of what they make. You will have relationships that are similar to theirs because guess what? Mindsets are infectious, right? So this is why it's critical that you associate with people who contribute to your ascension and not depreciation, your elevation, right? So this is what I want you to do. Reassess, you know, because I do this every now and again. Reassess the people in your environment, okay? And ask yourself this question. Do I have a circle of support or a circle of resistance? I'm going to ask you that again, my friend. Do I have a circle of support or a circle of resistance? See, your associates, your friends, your peers, they're either going to liberate you or they can hold you hostage, boo. Because mindsets are like, they really are a plague in certain instances. Like, you know, cancer, it starts out as one cell. And then it's duplicated and then it evolves and it grows and it consumes that living organism. It spreads, okay? Just like COVID, COVID was a virus and it spread so rapidly, you know? So I want to ask you, are the people that are influencing your mindset, do they give you courage or do they give you fear? You see, There are times that even though we love certain people, even though we have fun with them, like you can chop it up with this person, they could be your BFF from preschool, right? Like these long relationships. We don't realize that we are attached to them by way of mindset. What they do influences you as much as you don't want it to necessarily. Like for example, have you ever hung out with somebody and all of a sudden you find yourself repeating their phrases, 
Like it just escaped your lips, right? You just start saying the things that they say. You start doing the things that they do. Like you might even have similar mannerisms simply because you have been associated with this person for so long that they're almost like a part of you, man. I mean, (laughs) it's like, you know, I find myself asking the question, do I want to duplicate that? Do I want to duplicate that mindset? Do I want to replicate that outcome? The lifestyle that this person has, is that what I'm aspiring towards? Or do I like you? Do I think you're cool? But I got to keep my distance because I can't have you infecting my Kool-Aid. You know, I can't have you polluting or diluting my water. You know, like I'm over here trying to keep shit clear, trying to keep things on the up and up. And this person may be in this energy of calamity. They may have a poverty stricken mindset. They may try to give me advice in a way that they believe would help me. But as a matter of fact, it actually stunts my growth. It actually limits me. It actually keeps me in this mindset of restrictions. You know, like you want to be around people who inspire you to innovate, to cultivate. People who are walking by faith, not fear. People who are taking risk. Because guess what? Life is a risk. So you just have to ask yourself, is the reward worth it? And then you have to manage that risk accordingly. You know, like for example, there are people like the older generations, they really believe, a lot of them still do, they believe that job security is the best thing since sliced bread. Girl, get you a nine to five and you gonna be all right. Honey, (laughs) even then you are replaceable. Do you know how many people have said that and they no longer have their jobs because they were replaced by AI? They were replaced by technology. You see, you have to start thinking beyond the scope of the average person. Everything is a risk, you know? Like, there are people right now who still encourage others to put their money in a savings account. The savings account is going to be consumed by the rate of inflation. Why would I put my money into a safe place where it's going to depreciate, where it's losing value on a daily basis because the cost of goods and services are increasing. That's like me putting my money under a mattress. Is it actually, you might be better off doing that because (laughs) by the time you get through with these bank fees, etc., You know, I'm telling you this because it's like, if somebody says, hey, you know, the stock market is risky. You don't want to put your money in a stock market. It's risky if you are uninformed. You see, these people that talk you out of doing things, these people that talk you out of pursuing your dreams, a lot of the times they are actually ignorant. A lot of the times they are uninformed. They have no idea. Like, yo, how can you give me advice on something you are not an expert in? It doesn't make sense. 
<laughs> and that's what I want you to understand, my friend. Like when you really trust people because you've been riding with them for so long, you will start singing their same song. You will start emulating their belief system. That will become your standard, your default. So I need you to be very specific when it comes to the people in your life, the people who have access to you, because believe it or not, they are accessing your subconscious. They are influencing your mindset, your dispositions, how you operate, how you see things, your perspectives. Like there are some people that I love, but I love them from a distance. I can't just chill with them. I don't talk to them very long because I know that misery loves company. And even though they are not bad people, see, they're not wicked or evil people, but they're on the frequency. They are on a vibration that I don't need to be on, you know, and I even make sure that I guard my heart my eyes, my ears from social media. Because sometimes I'll get online and it's like there's this energy of people complaining and they're angry. You know, the gas prices are going up. The cost of groceries are increasing. We've got politics that infuriates most people because believe it or not, for some reason, we still can't agree to disagree. Like, yo, I don't, I don't care what you think about X, Y, and Z. This is my belief and I'm okay with it, but I'm also okay with yours. No, no, no. Of course it can't be that simple. We want to argue with each other. We want to, you know, persuade each other to believe what we believe. It's not in your power to do that, you know? So then we start being combative with one another. We start arguing and we create this energy of division. You're on this side, I'm on that side. I don't like you because you're different. You know, it's like, I can't put myself in that environment on a regular basis because I don't wanna be infected by their mindset. Like, yo, I am a leader, therefore I must lead. And if you are not going in the direction that I wanna go in, I'm not gonna follow you, period. You're not gonna be my friend. I'm keeping it real. You may be my associate. I may smile and say hi to you in the gym. But other than that, I have to keep it moving because I have to guard my mindset with my life as though my life depends on it because it does. Like, don't be friends with somebody. Don't befriend somebody and don't listen to someone simply because you've known them for a long time or they are a blood relative. There are certain people who don't have the life that you want. There are certain people that are not living according to what you are attempting to cultivate. So why would you allow them to influence you? You know, it's like Rockefeller going to a lottery winner who in two years lost all of their money and asking them, for financial advice. It doesn't make sense. Like, <laughs> like, hey, yeah, I know you are broke and uh, I'm, I'm rich or I'm at least attempting to amass more wealth. 
and I want to hear your insight on money. Why would anybody do that? Okay. (laughs) Like I'm not trying to put people down, but I'm keeping it real. If they can't level you up, maybe it's time for you to create some distance so they don't influence your ascension, you know, because instead of being a circle of support, these people can turn into a circle of resistance. They just keep you in bondage. They just keep you like in this place of stagnation. I was talking to somebody the other day and they, and they actually told me that the reason why there's, um, there's this allegory of crabs in a barrel is because crabs really do. Like if you put them all like in a barrel, they really will try to pull each other back down. It's just like, they're not trying to, to stop the other crab from getting out. This is just how they operate. (laughs) Like they don't even know that they're doing it. Hey bro. Yeah. Come back here. Hey, are you good? Yeah. Because they want you. It's like a, it's like a family member not wanting another family member to escape that particular pod. Hey, if you go out there, it's going to be unsafe. (laughs) If you go out there, you know, somebody might kill you. I'm trying to help you know what they are really doing is restricting you. So what I want you to do is after you ask yourself if this person or these people are circles, are individuals of support or resistance, I want you to ask yourself, do they have the life that you want to cultivate? Like, do you have the life that I want? Because if you don't have the life that I want, I have to like make sure that I don't let you influence my behavior because you don't know how to get what I want. So I can't have you possibly downloading your information as tangible insight for me to take action off of, you know, like even some of you are going to, I mean, some of you really are going to break these generational curses over your family. Because here's the thing, when it comes to family, family is so critical to our upbringing, but they create a standard within us. And that's all we know. That's our default until we become an adult. And if you're not careful, you would just replicate what they have in the past simply because that was what you grew up in. That was the environment that nourished you because they groomed you according to their ways, right? So you have to ask yourself, okay, Let's say mom and dad, they worked a nine to five for 40 years. They have a 401k, they they retired. You know, they got a few dollars, but they're still struggling. You wanna be wealthy, that's your goal. You want to have multiple properties. You want to open up a nonprofit. You want to give to the poor. You want to bless other people and you need money to bless other people. It just is what it is, right? You want to be a a resource for others. You want to be a resource that blesses other people. Now, if you do exactly what your mother and father did, is that gonna give you the outcome to do that? 
No. <laughs> so when mom and dad, and listen, I'm not talking shit about your folks. So when mom and dad start laying into you about getting that job, well, you just need stability. Just get a nine to five. You know, when they start telling you things that put you in survival mode instead of thriving mode, you need to start asking some serious questions. Do I want your outcome? And if the answer to that is no, then you may need to pivot your thoughts. You may need to do a 180. Like, you know what? I'm going to go against the grain on this. I don't have to be disrespectful. I hear you, but you don't know how to produce wealth. So I can't walk in your footsteps. It's just that simple. Like, yo, I want, I have to find a mentor. I have to surround myself with people. I need to immerse myself in a community that can actually contribute to the new 2.0 version of me, to the version of me that can manifest my, my desires, that can manifest my goals, because I don't want that. So I'm not going to do that, right? So all this to say, evaluate if the people in your circle are contributing to stinking thinking or if they are an addition to your aspiration, to your elevation. I love you guys so very much. And I truly believe that if we alter the figures, the characters in our lives for the better, that just by default, we ourselves get better. Like you can't put yourself in an environment of abundant thinkers and be broke. It's just eventually they will rub off on you, boo. <laughs> It's like, yo, how did you, how did you start getting me to think in wealthy terms, man? Because you surround yourself with wealthy individuals. See, people, they're going to influence you, period, right? They will. So at the end of the day, you want to make sure that the figures that are speaking those sweet nothings in your ear, that they are altering your mindset for the better, my dear. Now, before I get off here, I just want to say a prayer because I feel like a lot of you, you just need direction. Like there are friends and family and people that you have a good time with, but they're not necessarily people who are investing into the, the better version of yourself. They're not necessarily people who can guide you to your promised land. Okay, so just bow your head real quick and let's say a prayer. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for allowing us to get on this podcast together. And we want to ask first and foremost that you would forgive us of our, our, our sins and just allow us to start a fresh this day. Remove any thought, remove any person that would hinder our elevation. We feel a stirring in our spirits and we know that there is something new that you are bringing us into a new place. So I thank you for these new opportunities, the doors that are opening for your people, the doors that 
are going to edify them so they would be a resource, a conduit of blessing for other people. And I ask that you would send divine helpers into their lives as they seek you, as they seek the purpose that you have for them this season. Bring us mentors, bring us coaches that would refine us, that would groom us for better, not worse. And I also ask that you would give us the courage to release the people, the things, and the vices that are hindering our productivity. All these things I say in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. All right, believers, keep being achievers. And with that said, stay spirit-led. May God bless you always in fitness, health, and in spiritual wealth. I am your girl, Belle Fitt.